Hello Rome, how are you doing? And you, hello, hello there. Uh, it's really so hot today and I'm recording this shirtless because I cannot use the air conditioning unit and I also cannot use the fan because it's gonna make some noise as I record this. So I decided that I would just go shirtless. Anyway, this is a podcast so nobody can see me shirtless and it doesn't matter anyway. So yeah, uh, in today's episode, I was thinking of talking about a... Uh, what is that? Ah, thought, thought crime and thought heroism. So thought crime versus thought heroism. Before that, this episode is just like the rest. 10 minutes of me talking about anything. And then 10 minutes answering 5 of the 365 questions. Okay, so yeah. Thought crime versus thought heroism. I just watched a video on YouTube, I think, during the weekend. And it's a long video and the main topic was not even about thought crime and thought heroism. But I just came across that point and I thought I'd like to process that. I'd like to think about it because it was it's been engraved in me for quite some time. The idea of a thought crime. And I think usually it's in religious aspects that people are are taught that when you have thoughts of evil or thoughts of anything bad it would equate to you actually doing the deed and so they make you feel guilty they make you feel like a bad person because you are having whatever thoughts that come to your brain that might be considered bad or evil for example if you thought of what bad things can you think about right now are you thinking of anything bad right now then that means if you believe in the idea of thought crime then you are already committing that deed so it means like if you're angry at someone then you're already killing that person in you know in your mind or in a world of spirit if you believe in something like that so the idea of thought crime has been taught and passed around for quite a long time now such that it makes a huge part in the way that people think and it's usually not in a good way because you know the idea of guilt of shame that's being pushed on you as a person and uh what am i getting into i'm just saying that your thoughts are not always within your control so sometimes you know just weird things come to your mind and as long as you don't act on them it's not supposed to be considered bad and just because a thought passed by your mind it doesn't mean that you're gonna do it and it doesn't equate to you doing it but then people keep telling other people that that, okay if you think this way it's the same as this you have done the deed but it's just not the case if you don't act on it nobody's getting harmed 
and you shouldn't harm yourself for thinking of whatever it is that you're thinking right now. So I, I just gave you the idea, like, okay, don't think of this, don't think of that. What what is the first thing that came to your mind to not think of? Did you think of it? Then you you've already done it. Yeah, something as crazy as that. So it, it's like that. It uh, it only applies if you're thinking of something bad, but. If you're thinking of something good, if you're thinking of something heroic, it's not counted as a good deed for you. Like say, you think of giving uh, goods to the poor people, or you think of praising your friends for a job well done, or you think of showing your love to your friends, your parents, your family members, you think of it. It's never equated to you actually doing the good deed. And people don't praise you for thinking of something good. They only tell you that it's only a good deed if you've done it. But why do they not apply that to the bad thoughts or evil thoughts for some people? Like, yeah, it's just crazy. It's a double standard that people have. And you shouldn't be made to feel guilty because you have weird thoughts at times. And yeah, I think it's... I wouldn't say it's because of the... Uh, I wouldn't say a specific religion because it's gonna be weird. And it doesn't only apply to a single religion. I think it applies to... And it's also not really just about religion because I think in some groups of people it might also apply that you are taught that when you think this way or that way yeah I'm kind of repeating myself does it mean that that's all that there is to that? that I'm just saying that okay thought crime and thought heroism should both be like let go like you shouldn't weigh these thoughts until they become an action and although okay so there's this saying from i don't know the origin anymore maybe it's in the buddhism that watch out for your thoughts because it becomes your words watch out your words because it becomes your action those kinds of things and well yeah i kind of agree that what you're thinking of could possibly become your words and your words could possibly become your action but your thoughts shouldn't be judged at the face value because it just crossed your mind and you didn't do it anyway and it's the same for a good deed like no matter what you say you will do if you don't do it it's nothing it equates to nothing so it's like, you know, the people who keep making promises. Uh, I'm not talking about politics or anything. But yeah, people make promises and then they don't fulfill it. Yeah, it's the same as not having done anything. Those are just words. Uh, I think I want to explore this more, the idea of thought crime versus thought heroism. But there's really nothing about thought heroism nobody has been praised for having good thoughts or for having thought of helping people for having thought of doing something good for the 
you know, for a community or whatnot. Those are just thoughts. And yeah, so if, if you are, let's say, a teenager or even if you're an adult, you should like lessen the burden on yourself. Don't feel guilty of having some whatever thoughts that you might have. Like maybe you have lustful thoughts or maybe you have thoughts of uh, like really bad stuff because you've been watching a lot of what? Like Grom, what? Like super exaggerated thriller or suspense dramas or movies and you're thinking oh what what about this what if this what if that or maybe you've seen breaking bad or whatever and you it just crossed your mind that what if you were the antagonist of a drama or something okay it's gonna get it might feel like um yeah it's only bad if you act in it but if you're just like processing the thoughts and you know like thinking about the possibilities i don't know it's just an exploration and yeah i think i need to like process my thoughts about this more so that it becomes more concrete but yeah you get my point my point is thought heroism and thought crime it's you, you shouldn't have double standards okay i hate double double standards you shouldn't have double standards if you think thought crimes are bad, I mean, uh, actually, thought crimes could be like expounded to a lot of things. But if you think thinking bad thoughts is bad, then thinking good thoughts should be considered good and should be praised. And therefore, if if you consider that thinking of something is equivalent to actually doing it in real life then you should also think that thinking of good things is already equivalent to actually doing it in real life so some people can just think okay i'm helping the poor in my thoughts and that's already a good day good deed but it that's just not how it works so anyway yeah so uh, i just took a break for like a few minutes because uh, I was losing my voice but yeah what I wanted to say is that you are not your thoughts and you shouldn't judge your thoughts on face value and you shouldn't be judged because of the thoughts that pass by your mind you know there's thousands of thoughts that crosses your mind in the day and there's a lot of them that you don't act on so yeah anyway I'm gonna answer five questions now so for today, I'm answering questions number 241 until 245. Let me begin with the first question. What are you uncertain about? Oh, I remember. I remember I answered this before and I said, probably I said, I'm uncertain about the future. And yes, that's the truth. I'm not sure of what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month, next year. I'm uncertain about the future and actually there should be nobody who is so certain about the future. If there's someone who is so certain about the future, that someone is a scammer. I mean, how do they know what's gonna happen in the future? Yeah, so yeah, I'm uncertain about the future and I'm okay with it. And so should you. I mean, there's a lot of things we can be uncertain about. We don't know when the COVID 
situation is gonna end. It's in all our hands. It's in the hands of all the people, um, you know, scientists, and a lot of people are working hard to put it to a stop. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's just my answer for the first question. Second question. What do you think about when you lie awake in bed? Nowadays, when I lie awake in bed, I think, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'm gonna start again. I mean, I'm gonna start whatever it is that I'm gonna start. Maybe I, you know, meditate for a little while or I just stay in my bed for a few more minutes and, you know, just stretch my body for a little bit just you know just to warm up before the day or sometimes i think of what books to read during the day or the work that i have to do yeah there's actually a lot of things that i think about when i lie awake in bed but oh okay so this is not about waking up right but this is when i'm just on my bed and i'm just there lying around uh okay so i i didn't get the question the first time well, yeah, there, uh, there's just a lot of things that's on my mind when I lie awake in bed, but I don't usually just lie awake in bed. If I lie in my bed, the purpose is I'm going to sleep. So, yeah, I, I, when I'm about to sleep, I usually cool down. So, yeah, there are not much instances when I'd lie awake in bed just because... So yeah, it's usually so that I could sleep or take a nap for a little while. Okay, third question. What's something most people don't know about you? Oh, something most people don't know about me. But most people don't know me. So <laughs> so what else is there to not know about? But maybe among my friends and my family members, most people from among my family and my friends don't know that my hair is thinning so like I feel like I might get bald in the future maybe in the next 10 years or so yeah now they know about it well I actually said that on an episode of this podcast but maybe they didn't listen to that so they don't know yet and if they don't listen to this they wouldn't know that my hairline is thinning and I'm okay with it so yeah but that's just something that I think most people who know me don't know about okay 244 when you have a random hour of free time what do you usually do I don't usually have a random hour of free time that's weird I mean, it's weird for me to have a random hour of free time because I usually plan my days. I plan my hours. And for, for me, a free time is also planned. Like I'm planning to have two hours or three hours of doing nothing during the weekend or something like that. So I don't really have a random hour of free time. But maybe it's possible to have a random hour of free time if maybe I scheduled something and then that something didn't happen. Like maybe uh, a meeting with friends, online meetings, because we don't really get to go outside these days. So if that happens, then what do I do? 
mm, I do something that is of equivalent value, I think. So maybe if it was a meeting with a friend, and I think that would be about catching up with friends and then getting to know what's going on with them. I think something else that's of equal value would be reading a book. Because, yeah, I get to know somebody else who doesn't exist in this world but only exists in the book of worlds. Uh, in the world of books. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, uh, I think, yeah, that's usually my process of like thinking what to do if suddenly I have a random hour of free time. Uh, games sometimes, but that is quite rare. Because if I want to play a game, I'd usually schedule it because I don't want to play games and then get interrupted because I don't have sufficient time to play a game. For me, if I were going to play a game, I would need at least 90 minutes or two hours. Yeah. Or yeah, usually up to two hours. I only play games for two hours. Beyond that, I think my eyes would go bad and then I would stop playing for a while yeah okay now i'm down to the final question is that correct yeah i'm down to the final question the final question is what makes you weird uh i'm already weird on my own and what makes me weird uh is there like a particular personality trait or a character or something that I do or something that I say or my looks or whatnot that makes me weird I honestly don't know I yeah it's hard I mean I I don't know how to answer this I, I think somebody else has to answer this for me because uh, they probably know what makes me weird I have no idea. Sometimes when I look at myself, I think maybe I'm weird. But sometimes I also think that, no, I, I look pretty normal. I think pretty normal. I'm a normal person. Unless normal is weird, then yeah, I guess I'm weird in that way. But yeah, I think some other person has to answer this for me because I have zero idea about what makes me weird. Or maybe the things that I do, maybe those things make me weird. What are the things I do? In the past, I would read um, the ingredients of food just because, or the nutrition facts. I usually do that when grocery shopping. Just because, not because I wanted to know or something, but just because it's past time, you know. Or when I'm eating uh, junk food or anything, I would just read whatever text is on its wrapper. Yeah, just because. So that's, I mean, I do that, but it's not a particular part of my identity. It's just something that I do. And I'm not sure if that's something that makes me weird. I just think that people do weird things from time to time, but that doesn't like make people's identity. Yeah, we all do weird things. And we all think weird things. Okay, I think that's all for today. I've answered five questions. I talked about thought crime and thought heroism. And uh, I don't 
intend for you to learn something deep from this. It's just me processing my thoughts, practicing talking to myself. Because yeah, I'm I'm eventually gonna talk to people, right? And yeah, talking to people <laughs> is fun. Yeah, talking to people is fun. I miss talking to people face to face, but we just can't do that just yet. It's sad that we are bound by screens and the speed of the internet. I don't know, I've met a lot of new people in the past few months and I've only known them in front of a screen. Maybe if I meet these people in person in the future, it would feel like, oh, these are like new creatures <laughs> or these are like strangers or something because I have never seen them in person, like 3D. I don't know, maybe somebody should develop a 3D conference call or a Zoom call, you know, that would be awesome. Anyway, I'm running out of time. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, Rome, cheer up. It's May, it's hot, I know. Yes, just relax and make sure that you get hydrated always. Alright, so bye-bye. I'll see you next week. Okay, bye.